In Trump time, truth, straight, no chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room is brought to you by Getter, the Twitter killer. Sign up for Getter today and strike a blow against cancel culture. Getter, the Twitter killer, an ultimate in social media engagement. Now here's Dr. Peter Navarro deep in the D.C. swamp from the In Trump Time War Room. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro, and welcome to episode 15 of the In Trump Time podcast. I'll let this episode speak for itself. It's a reprise of a segment I did on Steve Bannon's war will with Doc Stephen Hatfield, a guy when I was at the White House who was my inspiration beginning in February of 2020. He, Doc Hatfield, is a true American hero. He helped save literally hundreds of thousands of lives with his dedication during that period of time. And in this episode, uh, there's some really important things that we talk about related to what's happening in China right now, why we should not be going to the Olympics, and why, for example, as Steve points out, uh, the NCAA now uh, has decided that if people have already got the virus, uh, they don't need to get the vaccine to participate in sports. That's big news in and of itself. So enjoy this podcast. And be sure and put up a review if you can. That helps us get to a broader audience. The NCAA, I want to get this up on all platforms right now, has just come out with guidance. Those individuals that have had COVID-19 within the, what, the last 90 days are now considered, wait for it, fully vaccinated. (laughs) Called herd immunity. The very first person to ever bring this up on the very first episode of War and Pandemic back in January, I think, 20th of 2020, was Dr. Stephen Hatfield, who we brought in to be a consultant for us, an advisor to us. And then a couple days into the show, he went over to the White House and worked with Dr. Peter Navarro to help save the country. Uh, Dr. Hatfield, give us, given what's happened with Tony Fauci, with these emails, what's happening all over, just heard Harvey Rear saying, this is totally irrational, the policy we're following. We've kind of, you've been our guy since the very beginning. Put in, put in a framework, where are we now? And how is irrational is the process that the government's forcing, pushing on these mandates with full vaccinations for everybody? Good morning, Steve. Well, Harvey, Rich, Dr. Rich was absolutely correct in everything that he said. With respect to controlling the pandemic, we're actually back to square one. Uh, there was never any chance that mass vaccination was going to be able to work because of the lag time um, between the time you have the vaccine ready and can administer it and the time that the the virus mutates. This was a non-starter. You have a very rapidly mutating virus, and you're always going to be behind the curve. Uh, The goal was for outpatient treatment, early outpatient treatment. And we had a drug, we had, we have two, several drugs now for this. COVID-19 is a treatable condition. Dr. Navarro, uh, jump in here. You work with, uh, with Dr. Hatford from day one. Uh, yeah. Have we totally, yeah. is, are we back, in your mind, are we back to square one? Yes, uh, Doc uh, Hatfield uh, is absolutely right on that. I, I would say that, uh, when I was in the White House early on, uh, Doc Hatfield was 
really my inspiration, and and he's a hero in this country. Um, he literally, through his advice to me uh, and the memos we did, saved hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lives. Where What's interesting about Dr. Hatfield and, and Harvey Risch, Dr. Risch, is that they come at it exactly the way Doc Malone and I are coming at it uh, through what are going to be three op-ed articles in the Washington Times. The latest one's coming out today online. Tomorrow it'll be in print. It lays out the case uh, that the optimal strategy is a, is a conservative, limited, quasi-vaccine approach to only people with comorbidities and senior citizens. Everybody else, keep, keep those jabs away from them, particularly children, particularly healthy people, particularly people who've already had the virus who have antibodies. Do all of that and you avoid the vaccine-resistant mutations that could, by the way, kill the entire human race in the worst-case black swan scenario. At the same time, the bigger portion of that is the widespread use of therapeutics like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, which we now know unequivocally, hey, note to CNN, note to MSNBC, note to John Day, John Berman at New Day, note to Jeff Zucker at CNN, hydroxychloroquine works. It's the safe, efficacious drug, been around for 60 years. It's cheaper, more effective than the crap that Merck uh, and Pfizer are going to be trying to peddle to us now. But the bigger thing that's interesting, Steve, is what you do on this show is you take the wisdom of people like Hatfield and Reich and then also point out, for example, that the universal vax mandate, which is based on bad science, is having tremendous economic effects on the labor market in a negative way and also crippling the American democracy, turning us effectively into authoritarians. And right now, Steve, the battle lines are clearly drawn around the world between the, the, the people who do not want to follow science, who want to use the vaccine as a way to promote authoritarian, fascistic vaccine mandates, vaccine passports that basically control society versus those who understand science, who believe in, the, in American democracy and freedom. And, and we are coming push to shove on this. In this country, we are at least ahead of places like Australia and Germany and Canada where they're locking down and succumbing to the fascism. Well, and so, Austria and, Fra and, um, Austria and France. Hang on, hang on one second. I need you to hold through the break with Dr. Yeah. Hetfield. And I'll just keep you – but – I want to say this before we go to break. These were the two individuals that at the White House wrote the original memo on 9 February that said, we got to get a vaccination program. Up. we got to get it stood up. Warp speed. It was never to be a mass vaccine. So they can't be – you can't say they go, these are wingnuts. These are the guys that are in back of the initial – got to get something stood up and see if we can even do it. Short break. Hatfield, Navarro, next in the world. This segment of the In Trump Time podcast is brought to you by Steve Bannon's War Room. Join Bannon's War Room posse and get tomorrow's news today. All signal, no noise. Bannon's War Room. Okay, with 125 million or north of 125 million downloads of the podcast, of course, we're live everywhere on cable, on satellite, uh, and every different uh, streaming service. Thanks to Real America's Voice. I want to thank all those folks. Of course, Nationwide Radio, John Frederick's Radio Network, the, the network of the deplorables, and in Mandarin and in Japanese by G News and GTV. I want to thank the, the team over there. I want to thank our international audience 
uh, just a couple things. People have noted to me, since we mentioned this a few minutes ago, that this is the NCAA wanting to, seeing what's happening in Australia. They're, they're now saying that herd immunity, that if you have natural immunity, that's good as vaccination. Big reveal there, right? Dr. Hatfield told you that in January 2020, almost two years ago. Two years. But that the time frame actually gets them through their basketball tournament, which is a huge moneymaker for them. Not that the NCAA would ever do anything just related to money. Far be it. Also, a report out of Canada we're trying to super verify, but saying now in Canada at the Ronald McDonald houses, which are these houses set up as a ph philanthropy around, I guess, the, uh, the family that started uh, McDonald's, um, that if you have not been fully vaccinated, this is for children. If you've not been fully vaccinated by the 17th of January, even if you're critically ill, you have to depart the premises. So we'll get the details of that. That That is how over the top. And now you said on MSNBC, they're sitting there laughing at you that the companies are forcing you to give up your careers, to give up your jobs, to give up the safety uh, of your family and the financial security of your family. They're going to force you out unless they force you to be vaccinated. Every ambulance chasing strike lawyer out there, right, get your ads ready for TV. Because the, the the day of comeuppance is going to be upon us. And part of the reason I know that is the gentleman who actually started the process and started thinking it through never envisioned and never thought of and thought it was insane to have this as a mass as a as a mass vaccination tool. It was never conceived of being that. From the gentleman who actually went to President Trump at the time in Feb early February of, of twenty twenty and say, with everything else we got going on, therapeutics and all these other mechanisms to try to thwart this, we also, in addition, ought to have another error in the quiver, and that error in the quiver ought to be a potential vaccine, although it could take us years to do it. We may be able to do this called Project Warp Speed because everything's in Trump time, which means we want it yesterday, and here's how we're going to do it. Uh, Dr. Hat, by the way, Peter Navarro's got the third part will be up today online at the Washington Times, and their op-ed section is absolutely amazing. Right. I want to thank everybody up there. You really do a great job. I'll be in the paper tomorrow. It's one of the reasons I get the hard copy of the paper every day so I can go through the uh, the editorials besides all the great news the Washington Times has. Uh, but it'll be up tomorrow and I'm going to get into that in a second. But Dr. Hatfield, and before I talk about China, and some other things, we got Steve Kirsch coming on here about this massive rally they're going to have here on the 23rd of January. Walk us through. I know you've got some things you want to get out and I want to give you plenty of time to do it. Um. Before we left for the break, you asked me, where are we now? Where we're at now is evidence now that masking really doesn't work. At the most, maybe 10% protection. Lockdowns don't work. Vaccinations aren't working. Mass vaccination was never going to work with this virus. Uh, in Anthony Fauci's own words, the vaccine mandates the green cards or the vaccine cards is it has no epidemiological value it's just to make you go out and get the vaccine uh, which doesn't fully work um, these should have been reserved as as has been said for the most vulnerable people in the community certainly not the children uh, who by and large are inherently resistant to uh, serious viral infection with this Plus, the mandates really are still unconstitutional. They're, they're an experimental therapy in the United States. Um, this hasn't been addressed in the courts yet. So 
that's where we are after two years. And millions unemployed, the economy in tatters, and really nothing to show for it. The, the doctor from Baylor yesterday, and we played it. We are the first people to play it. Uh, maybe we play it later in the show, Cameron. The doctor from Baylor yesterday, said, Dr. Hatfield, came on MSNBC, I think, uh, early in the afternoon and said um, that the anti-vax right-wing media had caused 200,000 deaths because it was proven that getting vaccinated led to less um, deaths, hospitalizations and deaths with Omicron. Have you seen anything in your professional understanding that supports that, that supports it as a scientific fact? All the data we have on Omicron shows overall this thing has so many mutations in it that it provides only a mild disease to begin with. Yes, children have gone to hospital with it, but the majority of these children have been very, very ill with other things. Um, it's just... I don't know where this guy came from, what planet, but he, he probably should pick up a medical journal and read one one of these days. Peter, uh, I, I know what you've got coming out tomorrow. We're going to play it a big time in the evening show, and then tomorrow with you and Dr. Malone to the, this new uh, third leg. Will, will you, you have warned people that the vaccines were never created for this, and to go for a mass vaccine policy is to really tempt fate here. We're playing with areas of science that we don't fully understand. And I've got to ask you about China, since you're the one that you came into the Trump administration because you're an expert on China. It was your work that actually got the, 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 the amazing, at the time, trade deal, which was not everything we wanted, but it was the first step on the tariffs of holding China uh, accountable. Yet now have, I think, as Ben Harnwell, who broke the story, really started covering it weeks ago for the war room out of Europe. I think there's up to now 75 million people in either lockdown, partial lockdown, quarantines, in, in many cities spread throughout China, all the way from the Silk Road in Xi'an in the far west to the one of the largest, if not the largest port in the world on its east coast. What, what, what do we know that's going on? Because they're about to have the Olympics. Uh, they've been very, they haven't, as you know, they haven't given us any data or information yeah. about anything they're really yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on to your, to your understanding? Yeah, let me remind everybody here that in 2006, in a book called The Coming China Wars, I predicted that communist China would create a global pandemic that would kill millions, okay? 2006. That was based on my view of the chessboard and experience with SARS-CoV-1. My point here, Steve, is that communist China is, is just a breeding ground for all manner um, of viruses that can kill not just humans, but the entire planet, okay? Um, there is no way, buried lead, there's no way on God's good earth that America should be sending anybody to those Olympics full stop. It's not just because of the concentration camps in communist China that Harkin images of 1936, okay? That alone should have stopped us from going there, okay? But now there's something very, very, very mysterious going on in China. There's rumors of something called hemorrhagic fever, um, and it's likely that there's either something 
new that's popped out of one of their labs or some like twisted mutation of what we've got. It's uncertain. The, the tremendous amount of uncertainty based on the Chinese behavior now is screaming to us, do not send American Olympians to there. And remember when they had the military games back in 2019 and we had Americans there, it may well be that they might have been some of the first vectors of the pandemic yeah. that came over to this country. The last thing I want to say here, I want to emphasize this, Steve. When Doc Hatfield and I were sitting in the White House in early February talking about this experimental gene therapy, which we now call a vaccine, we were writing memos that said adamantly that the best way to deal with this crisis ultimate would be therapeutics. We were talking back then hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin wasn't yet on my radar screen. Then that, that was the only way in Doc Hatfield's way to get to herd immunity. He said quite clearly then, Doc Hatfield is prescient. He said quite clearly then, this virus will mutate, 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 and be with us forever. And that's why therapeutics are the answer. Well, that's it for this edition of Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room. Be sure to order your own copy of In Trump Time today on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And you may want to try the audiobook. This innovative production features the voices of everyone from Stephen K. Bannon, Victor Davis Hanson, and Corey Lewandowski to President Trump himself. In Trump Time. Truth. Straight. No chaser the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. In Trump Time, buy it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble today. <laughs>